So the George Floyd body cam footage finally came out, and it looks as though it exonerates the police. Appearances would be that uh, he was having a massive, possibly drug-induced panic attack and uh, was already screaming he could not breathe before they even touched him. Now, there's also, of course, updates in the coronavirus and the battle between two different narratives, one in which hydroxychloroquine has already saved the day, and the other in which we need to destroy society and become enslaved by global tyrants in order to uh, ward off what is an unstoppable plague of death and destruction, which is, of course, a lie, the COVID hoax. Now, we're going to go into all of this and more right after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. I spoke of two narratives, and of course there is the cure hydroxychloroquine, which essentially is a cure, especially when combined with azithromycin and zinc for the combination effect of the chemical cocktail. And uh, look, it's working. It's helping people out. It's it's a 99 to almost 100% effective. It's low side effect. It's cheap. It's been on the market for 60 plus years. It's safer than Tylenol. But fake news and big pharma are trying to ban your ability to buy it by force dictating to doctors and, and even intimidating medical professionals out of prescribing hydroxychloroquine. According to Dr. Zelenko, one of the early um, adopters, if you will, who, who treated hundreds of patients with a 99 point something success rate, mind you, he is saying that 150,000 Americans and many more around the world are dead because HCQ or hydroxychloroquine stood in the way of making trillions of dollars. Now, I would say on top of that that, of course, he's, he's pulling the official death toll numbers, which are drastically overstated, of course. It's nowhere near 150,000 dead. They're counting everything, even the people who didn't uh, take a test as being positive cases. They're taking everyone who died of any cause and calling it coronavirus. Of course, they're financially incentivized to do so. That's important to understand. So hospitals are making extra money if you happen to have COVID instead of you happening to have the flu. So of course, what's going to happen? Suddenly everything is coming back positive. It works out really well. It's a gift to the hospitals that want to participate in the fraud. Now we also have a new Nevada law which allows Democrats to enter nursing homes and this time not to kill them with coronavirus sick patients, but to vote for them, allowing them to essentially harvest the ballots of dementia patients without their signature, without even being a friend of the family, much less a relative. I mean, it'd be bad enough if your liberal grandkids are voting for you because they said that you don't know what you're doing because you want to vote for Trump, and they might get away with it. 
But even worse than that is when some stranger decides to come in and vote for you. Okay, and it goes both ways. Stranger Republicans could come in and vote for Democrat elders. That's a pretty sad state of affairs too. And I don't think that that would happen, but I think that that is an example of how unfair it would be. Now, of course, we don't see a lot of Republicans out there doing election fraud. The joke is, of course, as it goes, that my grandmother always voted Republican until the day she died, and then she voted Democrat. Because election fraud is just part of the Democrat Party. It always has been. They have a close history with it. Now, we also have a pretty big bombshell accusation from RFK, Bobby Kennedy Jr., claiming that Dr. Fauci will make millions on coronavirus vaccine and owns half the pa uh, patent. Now, they had a um, an interesting debate between uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., RFK Jr., and uh, Dershowitz, of all people, about vaccines. And Dershowitz, of course, kept coming back to his what-if scenarios because he had no legitimate constitutional argument to force vaccines on people, despite his past statements that it would be entirely constitutional to force vaccines on people. But uh, it is very interesting coming from such a prominent figure as a Kennedy. Now, I know that a lot of people out there uh, have great respect for this family on both sides of the aisle, politically speaking. And uh, President Trump was, of course, friends with the Kennedy family. I don't know where their relationship is now because his friends are dead. But uh, perhaps the family, you know, and he still have connections. Who knows? Point here is that it's a highly prominent, powerful family uh, who is going after this corrupt Dr. Fauci. Now, uh, I'm not going to make you watch the entire video, but this is very telling. And Arkansas has reached heights um, that any other mafia would be afraid to go for. That's what I'll say. So Hillary Clinton has a long, both of the Clintons, especially Hillary, have a long uh, history of people dying that were close to them of suicide, supposedly, uh, especially when they were going to testify. So with that said, uh, this case is related to Epstein which, of course, we know is connected to the Clintons and Bill Clinton. He's denying it again, as I covered yesterday, but that doesn't mean that it that didn't happen, just like with Monica Lewinsky. This, this case goes from Deutsche Bank to Epstein to... It's, it's being brought by Deutsche Bank investors against Deutsche Bank, but Epstein um, is sort of the interesting wild card here. And I don't know if there's anything to it, but it seems like a hit. This judge was in her basement with her son. Her husband was upstairs. They were just coming off of a, uh, a weekend with the family and friends. Um, she, I think she described it as glorious further down the 10 minute video. And I'm just gonna let you watch the first part. But this is a federal judge involved in a case with the Epstein Deutsche Bank uh, scandal situation separate from the pedophilia, but still, you know, it's related to the criminal assets. And if you follow the money, that that's always very telling, too. So there's there's a lot of reasons to want to follow this case. A guy dressed up as a FedEx driver with a package in a truck. I think he was in a truck. 
I don't think it says in this article, but I think I recall it saying he was in a FedEx truck. But he walked up in the uniform with the package and shot her son in the chest, killing him, 20-year-old, on his birthday. They were just celebrating his 20th birthday as a family, so I guess a few days after. And uh, then continued to shoot, hitting the husband multiple times, and he barely survived. He's having multiple surgeries. So that is the context in which this mysterious death happened. It's a straight mafia hit, right? Let's listen to what she has to say as a mother and a federal judge. And later on in the video, she basically says federal judges need more privacy and protection. But I want you to hear the feeling in this woman's voice. And I, I hope that true justice will happen uh, against the Epsteins of the world. And I think and I hope that a mother will get revenge. So let's see what happens with this video. While my husband is still in the hospital, recovering from his multiple surgeries, we are living every parent's worst nightmare, making preparations to bury, bury our only child, Daniel. My family has experienced a pain that no one should ever have to endure. And I am here asking everyone to help me ensure that no one ever has to experience this kind of pain. There you have it. Now, she goes on, like I said, to essentially ask for more increased privacy and protection for federal judges, um, something that may be necessary going up against this kind of criminal cabal. They will kill federal judges. They will kill anyone to stop the truth from coming out. They can even kill a famous pedophile who has dirt on other famous pedophiles while he's in prison. I mean Epstein. So getting right into something that's very important, critical to correcting um, the lie that is the George Floyd death, he died of something of his own accord. He was on some kind of drug. He was having a panic attack. He was already screaming he couldn't breathe while he was standing and breathing. Uh, something's going on here. And um, I don't think that people are going to like to hear this. Of course, the fake news isn't going to run with this, but it did leak out. So here is a bit of the footage. I won't play the whole eight to nine minutes, but you can see the state of mind. Hands on top of your head. Step out of the vehicle and step away from me, all right? Step out and face away. Step out and face away. Please don't shoot me. Please, man. I'm not going to shoot you. Step out and face away. I'm going to get out of here, man. Please don't shoot me, man. I just lost my mom, man. Step out and face away. Step out and face away. Please don't shoot me, Mr. Officer. Please. Stay in the car. Stop resisting, man. Yes, you are. 
That's part one. I'll skip to the end a little bit and you can see how it sort of escalated. He's in the back of the car now. Look at that, look at So he was blaming it on the COVID and his anxiety, but basically he was having a panic attack is what it looks like. I'm not a expert, but he was already saying he couldn't breathe when he was standing and there was no pressure on his throat or anything of the nature. So uh, this was not a, I can't breathe, you're on my throat. This was a, I can't breathe, I'm having a panic attack because I had COVID and because you're arresting me. Now, this, of course, spawned a movement, or it would seem, George Soros, not George Floyd, but George Soros, of course, helping to fund that movement, and many others, and, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement, which has nothing to do with black lives and more about affecting politics, and uh, it's only rolled out when it's useful in a political scenario before an election, usually. It came into the forefront screaming and chanting, I can't breathe, while burning down cities. So uh, very politically useful, this incident. And now, of course, the truth comes out. And as usual, context is king. So continuing from there, uh, we also have the New York Health Commissioner Zucker refusing and will not provide number of elderly who went from nursing homes and then died in hospitals reportedly the only state not to gather this data. Now, of course, Cuomo doesn't want that data to come out because he's looking at essentially a murder charge for what he did intentionally against federal guidelines. He was complicit in mass murder. And so were other Democrat governors. Speaking of which, Governor Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer, vetoed Friday a bill from the GOP-controlled legislature that would have shifted elderly people from COVID-19 away from nursing homes and into entirely separate facilities. The bill was a direct challenge to the Whitmer administration's current handling of nursing homes during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is focused on caring for those with the virus in isolated spaces of existing homes. So she's been, of course, trying to keep the sick people in the nursing homes to keep the death toll going, Something that you you would squeaky chair, 
something that you would expect by now they would have stopped doing with so much attention being brought to it. But no, she's blatant. She doesn't care. She's not ashamed. She is not afraid. She is going to continue down the path of assisted murder, basically. That's what this is. This is, this is murder. So teachers unions across the U.S. protesting, demanding things like removing police and banning new charter schools, uh, wanting things like mail-in voting, of course. So this is really not surprising to me because I'm, I'm, I'm fairly aware of the left-leaning bent of the education system. It's about 80%, not even just leftist, but largely Marxist. Um, very, very few conservatives, and those are sort of the the token quasi-conservative light that uh, can still fit in with, with left-leaning circles and sort of the apologist type, usually. Uh, otherwise, they bite their tongue and they don't talk or they'll get fired. It's like the only thing that you can do to get fired, it seems, because pedophiles keep their jobs in some cases in education. Uh, unions cover that up. We've reported on that on this show before. But when it comes to a conservative, oh my gosh, you are a danger to the children and you have to be fired. Seems like the only way a police officer can be fired is to stand up for the Constitution. Seems like the only way a teacher can get fired is to is to have the wrong politics. I mean, you see a pattern here, how they keep us out of power. They try to maintain a, a, a lock on the power. And by power, I mean positions of influence and authority on others. They love it. They want the power. They don't want us to get it because that's their addiction. Good people don't seek power. Problem is that bad people love power, and good people have to seek it to keep it out of the hands of bad people, or we end up with forced vaccines and millions of abortions a year and human trafficking everywhere and corruption selling us out to China and Ukraine and George Soros and everywhere else. And uh, you see the pattern again emerging, corruption and evil. Now, continuing, panic at the end. By the way, for those who haven't seen it, I just did an interview. It's uh, either going up today or tomorrow, probably, with Alex Newman, who is a friend, and he is an educator himself and an author, and he contributes to the New American Magazine and others, and he and I went into the topic of education in the now and um, alternatives to the teachers of the teachers' unions here that are left-leaning and indoctrinating children namely homeschool and some of the private uh, school options out there. And we went through kind of what is happening in the education system right now. So definitely check out that interview. If you uh, are curious, if you have children, if you have friends with children, send that to them. Uh, if anyone is, is afraid of losing their homeschool rights, and they should be, Harvard think, thinking, uh, you know, I, I don't want to call them thought leaders, but supposedly thought leaders, <laughs> talking heads, thinking heads, whatever you want to call them, are out there bashing homeschool rights, trying to, to deprive parents of rights and finally destroy the nuclear family and insert the school, uh, the, I'm sorry, the government into that position uh, as, as ultimate authority in a child's life. And that, of course, is terribly unhealthy and terribly dangerous. They've already got most people. Okay, that's why society is the way it is. Indoctrination has most people dumbed down. Now, moving on from there as well, we have uh, Panic at the Gates. Moderna, or Moderna, a CMO, is actually ditching all of his shares. Now, this is the chief medical officer. 
So he is the sciencey type of the uh, board of directors, and he is just ditching all of his shares now. Of course, a lot of them are share uh, selling into the profit. They're profit taking, and, and and I get that. Obviously, the shares are up on the excitement of a potential vaccine, and you know that's a big deal to the market because most people, having gone through that uh, indoctrination, uh, still choose to get vaccines, still believe in them, and that's I think why President Trump keeps talking about them, even though we know he's a low key, secret uh, anti-vaxer through his past statements. Uh, he's talking about it so often because the markets get a bump every time he mentions the word vaccine. And the CEO was also selling some shares. So that is interesting uh, as the final vaccine trials begin. So that why would they ditch it or, or sell out now right before their big uh, value gain, their big victory, right? Doesn't make a lot of sense unless something bad is coming. So uh, definitely uh, curious, worth watching. I don't invest in the stock market. I don't I don't give financial advice, but if you're following any of the stuff that I do for myself, then um, I wouldn't I wouldn't invest in the stock market at all. It's it's a rigged market. Everything's rehypothecated. Everything is rigged. Everything is uh, set against you, and uh, it's hard to win in that market. It's easy to win if you don't play by their game, and if you buy into things that have actual value like gold and silver. You know, probably silver for most of us. If you have any savings, that's a good place to put it. Um, in fact, if you have a retirement, I took some notes while I was watching Lynette Zhang recently, who's another friend of mine. I have her on the show sometime. And I don't know all the details here, so you could go through her if you want. But um, there's something called in-service withdrawal rollover election for those who are still working. You could roll a 401k into a traditional IRA and from there potentially take a distribution to get out of the market. This is something I, I heard from her and uh, this is something that is part of her strategy for people where she suggests and, and, and most people who are who are following the gold and silver market probably say the same thing at this point. If you have any retirement, it's a good idea to consider and I'm not giving financial advice moving it into places like sovereign financial buying physical metals with your your retirement even if you have to vault it somewhere uh, which may be the case with retirement rules and such you know um, I know there's a hundred different rules around these different retirement uh, IRAs and and everything else but if you can do that if you can get out of the market at this high and into things like gold and silver before they go really high um, they're already starting to, to spiral uh, upward, and uh, that would be a good idea because the market is being inflated way beyond reasonable valuations, in my opinion, and many others, um, based on earnings, by all of the massive money printing trillions of dollars that have been injected into the market recently uh, to supposedly boost the market and deal with coronavirus, everything else. Governments are always enjoying the, the uh, inflation because they can pay off that, that debt easier. And so can you if you owe debt. But essentially, I want to, uh, I just wanted to, to kind of give a plug to our sponsor, Sovereign. Uh, they have silver, they have gold, they have low margins compared to some of the other places out there. Some places can't even keep stocked on silver right now. And they support shows like this. So if you're in the market, definitely check that out. 
And, uh, you know, I, like I said, don't ask me a bunch of questions about rolling over your 401k into a traditional IRA. That is a question for Sovereign. I am not the expert. I just thought many of you might find some value in that because, um, yeah, I just took some notes while I was listening to Lynette saying. Now, um, continuing on from vaccines and silver and gold and stock markets and everything else, I do think we're in sort of a high right now in the stock market. And I think um, everything else is, is sort of suffering for it. And, uh, you know, gold and silver are, are really starting to, to go through the roof. Gold has hit new highs recently. Uh, silver had its best month in 40 years. Not even to, uh, not even, it's about halfway up to its high, though. So silver was so suppressed from its high of like 50, 52, something like that, that it has a long way to go to get to its high. And it's going to go faster uh, than even gold when it starts to, to really move uh, because it's such a small amount of silver compared to gold and it's such a small price tag. So here's where it gets kind of um, confusing. Supposedly, Barr is clearing the FBI of wrongdoing in 29 controversial FISA cases. So the OIG probe finding that there was a lot of abuses and mistakes and, and things made with the FISA cases against President Trump and, and others, the Russiagate scandal where they abused these FISA court um, uh, applications. They lied. They changed things around. They didn't do it by the books. They didn't follow the Woods procedures, I think it's called. Uh, basically, they cheated and they got caught and now they're being given a free pass and uh, cleared of any wrongdoing. So the FBI investigated the FBI and said the FBI did nothing wrong. Go figure. Unsealed court documents suggest that Mueller and Comey also had piles of evidence on Jeffrey Epstein and did nothing years ago, by the way, just so that everyone's aware. And I want to mention, by the way, that um, something new here. President Trump signed another executive order promoting hiring American. He focuses on U.S. labor and federal contracts. And that's sort of a second move because I remember recently he also did something focusing on more of a merit-based hiring process rather than a education, you know, leftist education-based hiring process for the federal government, which is going to be massive in swamp draining proportion. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge, and uh, or huge as Trump says, right, with a Y. And then number two is ensuring only U.S. citizens are appointed to competitive service. And three is stopping employers from moving H-1B workers to other job sites to displace U.S. workers. So, you know, these are going to help um, promote hiring American, and that's a big deal. So, um, in closing, I just want to say thank you for watching. If you found it to be of value, you know what to do. Smash the like button. Hit share if you can, if you if you want to, if you think others will find this to be a value, or if you want to push back against the fake news, and consider supporting our channel. You know, sharing is one step, and it it, it definitely helps. It's a big deal. We could not do this without those of you who share, but we also could not do this without those of you who support us through not only donations but supporting our sponsors. Uh, you can find a list of our sponsors at Nemos News Network dot com slash sponsors one really good example is our great awakening gourmet coffee for patriots at redpillliving.com slash nemos you can also find the coffee on shopmagazon.com slash nemos 
and you can use the coupon code NEMOS at both websites for different perks. I'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.